Welcome to Revealing Jesus with Christina Pereira. Are you hungry to hear more about our beautiful Savior Jesus? Well, the Bible declares that grace and peace are multiplied to us in the knowledge of Jesus. Join me for revelatory teaching, interviews with leaders in the body of Christ, and testimonies of God's goodness in your life. Thanks for joining the conversation to reveal more of Jesus to a hurting world today. Your life is every day, you know. Mm-hmm. Each moment with the Lord is so precious. Even right now, as you guys are listening or you will listen later, appreciate every moment that you're in. Just find something to thank the Lord for. It's so important. We always tend to look at what's in the future, you know, or we like to look in the past. But what's today? What's in front of you? Who has God put in front of you? But before we get started, I want to give a quick shout out to our Christina Prayer Ministry sponsors who help support the mission to unite the body of Christ and fulfill the Great Commission with love. A big shout out to Gopher Ministries, who provides all of our equipment for our gospel events. Davis Financial Services, who does all of our financial accounting. Harvest Family Network, through which I am licensed and ordained. And Life Changing Productions, who helps put together evangelistic events to reach our city for Jesus. If you or your organization are interested in becoming a CPM sponsor, you can find out more information on our website at ChristinaPereira.org. Do you have a loved one special occasion coming up and don't know what to get them? Well, now you can sponsor an episode of Revealing Jesus in their name. And you can give them a special dedication message read on air. It makes a great gift. To find out more information, just go to ChristinaPereira.org slash podcast. Hey, everybody. Thanks so much for tuning into this week's episode of Revealing Jesus with Christina Pereira. I am your host, Christina, and I'm so excited to have you with me here today. I hope and I pray that you are doing well right where you are and enjoying the continuously flowing favor of grace pouring from our beautiful Savior and Father in heaven. I've got a great show for you today. I have an amazing leader in the body of Christ with me today. It is such an honor. I have with me the co-founder of the Harvest Family Network. She is a revivalist and a passionate lover of Jesus. Please help me welcome Valerie Britton. Hi, Christina. Thank you so much for having me on your show. I'm so excited. Oh, you're so welcome. Well, it's such an honor to have you. I've had Brian, and I'm so excited to have you now because I know that you guys are both such a power-packed, passionate, loving couple of Jesus, and I love it. Thank you. We do enjoy traveling together and ministering, and we are a little bit different, which is okay, but it's exciting to see what God can do for both of us. Mm, It's so good. Well, you know, I've always found that God has a special anointing on each part of a married couple. And I love that you guys are both really different because each is needed. Oh, thank you. (laughs) You're welcome. Well, I've told our listeners so much about you. Can you share with them something personal just to help get to know you? Sure. So I have an interesting story. So I'm Russian. I was born and raised in Russia, Moscow. And then in 2001, I came to study to get a master's degree at Virginia University in Virginia Beach. 
But being born and raised in Russia, I actually was born as a believer in 1991. So I have had quite a few years walking with the Lord, but I was born during a Russian revival. Mm-hmm. And it was just incredible back then. Mm, I love that so much. Thank you so much for sharing that. I know you have just a fantastic heart for revival and it comes out of loving people and wanting to see people falling in love with Jesus more. How did you meet Jesus? So I was 14 years old and my mom and I, we were never Christians. The only time we actually heard something about the Lord is when we went to the Orthodox Church. We're just a little bit. My mom was sick and she wanted healing, I guess. So she decided to seek the Lord in her own way. So we went to the Orthodox Church at first, but then a friend of hers invited us to a charismatic church, which we've never heard of, or we've never seen anything like that. So we came. I was 14. I was very shy. I had eczema on my hands and I was scared of looking people in the eyes. So here we were, we went to church and we just really fell in love with the Lord there because we saw joy, we saw peace, and we've never experienced anything like this. And when they told us about Jesus, of course, both of us invited him to hearts. Mm, I love that so much. You know, I, I grew up in church and I grew up in a Baptist church, but my first encounter with a charismatic church was much the same. I was seeking him for healing and it was amazing. I sought healing, but I found the healer and I found so much more. And it's just such a beautiful story. I love having that interaction with the Holy Spirit and just valuing the presence of God. You know, I had no idea he had a presence like that. That's exactly right. I mean, he not only healed my body, which he did, he healed me miraculously. Years later, he healed me of my eczema. He delivered me from so many fears. And when I was shy, now I'm not as shy anymore. But I found more than just healing. Like you said, I found the healer. I found Papa God. He became my daddy. Years ago, someone told me that the father can be your heavenly father. And my mom was a single mom. And my dad was really not in the picture. And the only man that I had in my life was my grandpa, who I loved and who adored me. But when I heard that the Lord can be my father, he has come into my life and completely changed it. So here I was, a little girl who found a father, heavenly father. Mm, I love that so much. And it's so much a part of my story as well. I had my dad, but through circumstances way beyond my controller, he just wasn't available and he wasn't there. I feel like we live in just a generation of orphans, you know. I see that everywhere. You know, my husband and I, we travel quite a bit. We love going to other nations to minister. And when we go to Brazil or we go to Romania, we just got back from Romania. Anywhere we go, we see that even church people are still orphans, spiritual orphans. I actually work with physical orphans. I work for the ministry called Heart for Orphans Ministry, and we help orphans in Ukraine. Here I am, Russian, working for people in Ukraine. Mm. Quite a story, huh? Yeah, that's amazing. um, But it's funny, but you know, even spiritual orphans are everywhere. So Brian and I, we love sharing with people that the Lord can be your father, that you don't have to be an orphan anymore. You don't have to be alone. You can be accepted and loved. And it's such a joy just to share that with people. Mm, It's so important and so powerful. 
You know, I think one of the biggest goals for me was believing that the Lord could care for me. How have you seen him care for you and Brian in your 20 plus years of ministry and just depending on him? Oh, wow. That's so much. I mean, he cares about every little detail. And I'm not just talking about material stuff, but he cares about things that we want to do for him. You know, one of the things I love to do, it's a new year, obviously it's January, but one of the things I like to do at the beginning of the year is to allow the Lord to work in my heart and to consecrate myself and maybe to let him take things out of my heart that shouldn't be there, shouldn't belong there. So I write some dreams or goals or visions and then things that he's actually put on my heart, but then I see him fulfill things and it's just incredible. So his care is not only in the physical, you know, healings or material, financial and stuff. He cares about every detail. He puts the desires into our hearts and then he fulfills them. So I'm always excited. And I can tell my listeners that you guys, I know everybody's dreaming of things, write things down, wait and see what the Lord is going to do for you this year. It's just always exciting. He cares about every detail. I love that so much. He is truly a good father. And I know that as hard as it is to overcome those things and believe that he wants to care for every little part, it's so worth it. And I love what you said about writing your dreams down and then using it as a memorial stone to build your faith. Yes, because, you know, if you are asking for something, you need to write it down. Some people are looking for a husband or a wife, and they're hoping that this year will be the year they can meet their spouse. Or maybe someone is praying for a baby, or someone is waiting for healing, or someone wants to be a missionary and wants to travel and share the gospel with others. Write your things down. Write your dreams down, because he is a good papa. And he not only fulfills the dreams and visions he gives us, but he wants to surprise us. I always pray for people, and I say, God, please surprise them. Because, mm. you know, he gives us more than we can ever imagine. He gives us so much more because he knows everything about us. But not only that, he wants to help our hearts to be cleansed. He wants to heal our hearts. So many people walk around with so many wounds because we are spiritual orphans. And he wants to cleanse and he wants to heal our hearts. And he wants to help us to live a full life with him. You know, so many people out there just like talking about spiritual orphans. When you're in that state, you're just kind of in this survival mode. You don't really have the luxury of dreaming. If somebody is even struggling to even think of dreaming, can you give them some practical insight to start dreaming again? Yes. So it's true. When you're still an orphan, you don't even know if you're loved or accepted. You don't even feel like you're forgiven. But when you get to know Papa's love, I believe the more you get to know his love through the scriptures and just really exposing your heart to him and allowing him to touch those areas where it hurts. You know, we all have wounds. We all have little problems in the heart. But he's so gentle. He's so mm -hmm. kind at revealing those things to us and healing our hearts. And the more he heals our hearts, the more he delivers us from fears or the more he shows us his truths, the more we start believing him, the more we fall in love with him again and again. I always say, I get born again, again. <laughs> A friend of ours, David Hope, he always says he's born again, again. But it's so true. 
Because the more I hear about puppet's love, the more I experiencing it, the more I want to be born again, the more I want to fall in love with him. So if you're struggling with your dreams and you don't just know what to write or what to think about, ask, say, Papa, you're a good daddy. Show me, show me what is it that you've, you know, put in my heart. What are the dreams? What are the visions? I used to struggle with it. I actually never knew how to dream. And my yeah. husband always told me, don't you know how to dream? Don't you know how to set goals? But I would say, no, I really didn't know. Mm-hmm. Well, and later, the Lord started to show me that those things he's put in my heart, those were the dreams and visions. Like one of my biggest dreams, of course, and goals is to travel around the world and share the love of the mother with others. And when my daughter was little, I stayed home a lot with her. But then when she got older, she's a teenager. She's turning 18 this year. But when she became older, I realized that the desire to travel and to see the body of Christ all over the world was in my heart so deep. So Papa started to show it to me. And I was like, okay. But of course, I never had the money. And I didn't know where I would go. But the first big trip that I took is I took a group of women to Brazil. And we did women's conferences and spoke at a bunch of different churches there. But that desire and that dream was put in my heart long, long time ago. And he brought it to the surface. And I was able to dream again with him. So write things down and ask the Lord, what is it that you want me to dream about, Lord? Mm -hmm. I love that so much because sometimes we get disconnected from the dreams in our heart. You know, life has just crept in. We've decided to stay home with the kids and we've decided to make our families a priority, especially for women. And it's so easy for us to lay things down. I've just found that in my own life and I've, I've seen that from many other women. Yes, I see that a lot, especially for women. You're right. So when Anna was little, my daughter's name is Anastasia. And when she was little, I felt like I needed to stay home with her more because I didn't want to miss anything. I wanted to see mm-hmm. her walking. I wanted to see her grow and change. So I wanted to teach her things. And it was a joy. Mm-hmm. But of course, my husband and I was still pastored and I helped him and I preached as much as I could. And when he traveled, I would take her over the church and lead. And I had leaders and I helped them. So it was wonderful. But then, you know, kids grow up so fast, ladies and gentlemen. So count each moment as a blessing. I know it's difficult when your babies are little and all you do is change diapers. But trust me. Mine is almost 18, and I can tell you, my goodness, the time has just slipped, and it's just flying by. So enjoy each moment, but then wait for the time the Lord says, okay, now it's your time to do something. And don't think that you're missing anything, because you're investing into these precious lives. You're blessing them. You're raising them, and you will see results later on. Mm -hmm. I love that so much. You know, if I could just add this, the Lord has certain ways of fulfilling and making things come to pass that will just blow your mind. I'm so thankful. I decided that I wanted to be at home with our daughter while she was little. I didn't want to put her in daycare. I wanted to be with her as much as I could. And I'm so thankful that I had the opportunity to do that. But like you, I was called into ministry as a seven-year-old sitting on a Baptist pew. And, you know, I waited and lost him. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. That's a whole nother story. But I waited for the Lord to say, go and start the ministry. And you guys were a part of that. You guys actually ordained me, which is amazing. And that was awesome. Yeah. 
That was such a good night. I think about those words and the words that you guys have spoken to me and I've held on to those things for many years and treasure them. But I never saw myself doing a podcast. I always knew that I would write, do a Mm -hmm. lot of books and things like that. But, you know, the Lord has an amazing way of fulfilling a dream. And I'm so thankful that in the morning I get to do this interview with you and then I'm going to go read at my daughter's school. And then I'm going to go spend some time with her in the afternoon and I'm going to come back home and then we're going to send this out to the nations. And so many (laughs) people, I know, and so many people are going to get to hear it. And it's just, God has a way of bringing things to pass that will fit into your life so that you are not missing. You can have what's important to you. You can fulfill the call of God in your life and you can still treasure those moments with your children. That's so true. Yeah, I had to lay certain things down when I got married. You know, since I was 14, I was a church. And then when I turned 18, I became a translator in Russia and all over former Soviet Union countries and all over Eastern Europe. Basically, I traveled with many ministers and pastors and we did all kinds of events and different conferences and we went to orphanages, just did so much. I was single. You know, I had the time and I could do that. I could travel. But then I came to the States and when I went to Regent University, so I had three years that I had to study. And then when I met Brian and we got married, I felt like my time was over. So I laid down ministry for a while. I allowed Brian to travel and he was an evangelist and a revivalist. So he traveled more and I just stayed home. And then we had our daughter. But you know what? Those days and those times when I stayed home, I learned more than my papa was, my Mm -hmm. heavenly papa. I read, I studied, I spent so much time with him and my faith grew. And so I didn't waste any time. You're not wasting any time. Keep growing, you know, keep falling in love with him because one day he will give you the time. You will go places and you will fulfill your calling that God has on your life. So I laid it all down for a while. And then the new season came and I was able to say, okay, I could travel more, but I still go home like you, you know, I still have a daughter at home. So I go and I cook lunches for her and dinners, mm-hmm. take care of my family. My yeah. husband is in Brazil right now. Oh, I didn't uh, he, know that. Yes. He's in Brazil. He's speaking in mission schools and churches. We love Brazil. But when he gets bad, I'm going to be wife cooking and cleaning the house for him and my daughter, you know? Get ready to take your faith to the next level. As you sit at the feet of Jesus, your faith will grow as you hear His Word, commune with Him in prayer, and feast upon His faithfulness. In this beautiful journal, you can record your time with God. You guys, I am so excited to bring you At the Feet of Jesus Worship and Prayer Journal. I know it's going to impact your lives in a powerful way. Intimacy with God is so important in our relationship with Him. You know, we are not called into a religion, but into a living, loving relationship with God. And it's such a beautiful thing when we can go back and remember the things that He has spoken to us and we can record His faithfulness in answered prayer and continue to feast upon His goodness. And I am a creative person myself and I love spending time in the presence of the Lord, just being creative. And so I've created this beautiful worship and prayer journal 
that includes 52 weekday entries that can be used depending on your preference to record the scripture you're reading, your response to it in prayer with coloring graphics and a journal page, plus an answered prayer section to record Jesus's faithfulness. So I would encourage you to grab your colored pencils and your Bible and get creative with this powerful memorial of your relationship with a living and loving Savior. At the Feet of Jesus, Worship and Prayer Journal will be available March 1st, 2023 at Amazon and ChristinaPereira.org slash store. Yeah, it's such a balancing act. And I love that you said that you were spending your time going deep with him. And I do the same. And, uh, you know, he doesn't waste anything. You know, all things to work together for our good. And it's such an amazing thing. And I love that you mentioned about Anastasia and raising up that next generation. My daughter, we always talk about all the time about how we're children of God. And because we're children of God, we do this or we don't do that or we say this or we don't say that or whatever. And that's just who we are. I tie it to our identity and things like that. And she came back to me the other day. She was at school and she said, Mama, such and such said this. And I was like, oh, my gosh. Well, I was like, you know that because we're children of God, we don't say that. We don't do that. And she goes, I know, Mama. And I said, you're so blessed. You've got a mama who can tell you these things because not everyone does. And she said, I know, I know. But, you know, they're listening and they're soaking it up. And the Lord made it very clear to me. He said to me, part of your legacy is not only raising up spiritual children, but raising up the child that you have that will take your torch and run further and continue to go. And so I've kind of seen both as important, you know? Oh, yes. Yes. You know, I joke with my friends and I when we travel. We go to Brazil or Romania or wherever God sends us. We minister there to hundreds and thousands of people. We lay our hands. We pray for people. We deliver the word that God has put in our hearts. And we minister and we share. And what's the first thing we do as women coming home? We clean toilets. So, yeah, absolutely true. We clean toilets. We cook dinners and lunches. And yes, it's humbling. You know, I go on the stages and I speak and I share and I love doing that. But then I also like cleaning. I don't like cooking. So it's not that this is the life that we're supposed to be only preaching and sharing the gospel. Your life is every day, you know. Mm -hmm. Each moment with the Lord is so precious. Even right now, as you guys are listening or you will listen later, appreciate every moment that you're in. Just find something to thank the Lord for. It's so important. We always tend to look at what's in the future, you know, or we like to look in the past. But what's today? What's in front of you? Who has God put in front of you? Whether it's your family or your friends or maybe your job or maybe your people that you work with. Whatever it is that is in front of you, minister within that circle or many circles. Laugh on top of God, fall in love with him and share that love with others. That's what people need everywhere. Mm -hmm. They just need his love. They need to know that there is someone so incredible and so kind that can love and accept them. Mm -hmm. That's right. It's all love. 
Even when we're cooking dinner, it's all love. We are using our gifts and talents to love our family with the love of God. And it's so true, you know, and the thing is that sometimes we get caught up in those big visions, but God is really looking at how we handle these everyday moments before we move into those big visions. So he's looking at how you handle the person in front of you. He's looking at, are you spending time with him? Are you going deep with him? Because he wants to give you those big visions and do those big things. But the truth is that those things are made up of a thousand tiny decisions before it. That's so true. And a lot of people just wait for that one big thing or that huge event to take place in their life. And it's like they're missing out on life. Every single day, life with Papa God and life with Jesus is actually incredible. You get to journey with him. Every time he speaks to me, he says that your life is a journey with me. And, you know, each day is new. He's renewed his grace. He's giving something new. He wants to teach us something new. Mm -hmm. So even if you don't have a ministry or yet, or maybe you are in ministry, but whatever you do, he wants to teach you something new. He wants to bless you, surprise you. He also wants to heal your heart. And it's actually exciting, isn't it? It's it so is. exciting. It's exciting whether you're doing ministry at home, folding clothes, and learning some kind of lesson from him, or if you're preaching on stages like Brian and Marie. I know. I love that so much. And it's all fun. One of my favorite things to do is to cook with the Holy Spirit. I never use recipes and I always just listen to him and it's just all instinct, you know, he's like, do this, do that. And I'm like, and it tastes amazing. And my friend would like, that was fun, Lord. Let's do something else. That's exactly. But, I do that a lot too. I'm not a big cook, but I mean, I can cook. But I think it's exciting to do anything with Jesus. You know, at the beginning yeah. of the year, I wanted to share this funny stuff, but at the beginning of this year, the Lord showed me this is actually a prophetic word that he gave me, that he wants to put puzzle pieces together for each one of us. You know, I believe that he's working on a puzzle for each one of us, and he wants to put those pieces in the right places. Sometimes he needs to replace some pieces, and they're amazing puzzles that he's working on. But he said the things that took place in the past are actually going to make sense to us this year. So that was his prophetic word. So I bought a puzzle. It was 750 pieces puzzle. And I usually don't do that, but I loved working on that puzzle. And it took me three days because I had some time during Christmas. And I put all the pieces together and I had like the buildings and there was a sky and the sea. The hardest were the sky and the sea. But you know, I learned so much from the Lord putting those pieces together. That's how he does it. He teaches you through anything you do, through any task, if you allow him, if you let him speak to you. All we need to do is listen. I always tell people that listening is more important than speaking. So learn to listen to his voice. Mm -hmm. That's so good. I love that word about the puzzle pieces being fit together because a lot of times we look at our lives in bits and pieces and they don't make sense. But mm -hmm. the Lord has a vision. And when we put them all together, we can understand where he was going. And he doesn't waste anything. He doesn't waste those moments at home cooking. He doesn't waste those moments soaking in his presence and listening to him. He doesn't waste, you know, these moments right now having conversations with people. He doesn't waste any of it. Never does. Never. 
it's so amazing to me because sometimes we get really hard on ourselves and we think, oh, I'm not where I should be or I'm missing it when really we have to trust God that he's powerful enough to get us where he wants us. That's exactly right. It's about trust. But if we know that he is a good father, if we know that he cares about us so much, then we don't need to worry whether we're going to miss his will or not. You can't miss anything because he's so powerful. He's so incredible that he will lead you to the right door. I know a lot of people now, it's a new year. They're wondering, well, what are we supposed to do this year? Where should we go? What should we do? If you are listening to his voice, if you are walking with him daily, if you're reading his word, if you're spending time alone with him and just really having a communion with him, you know, if you're just hanging out, I always say hanging out with Jesus is the best thing because he will reveal his will to you. He knows where those puzzle pieces have to fit. And if something does not fit the right way, he is able to replace those pieces. And we all have a past. You know, we've all done some things that we probably regret, but we believe that he has forgiven us, that his blood is powerful enough to cover us and to make us clean. So we don't have to worry about the past pieces of our puzzle. We don't have to worry about the future either. We are in his hands and he's so gentle at guiding us mm-hmm. and showing us what the next steps are. We just have to find his footprints, you know, we just have to follow him so close and really watch his face and see what he does. I love watching him, even during any storm or hard circumstance. I love spending time with him and finding him in every circumstance because I know that he cares. And I know that my circumstances could be difficult or not, but I know he's there for me. I know that he will lead me through and he will take care of me and he will do this for you too. Mm, I love that so much. You know, it's such a beautiful thing. Something that I've learned over my years of experience is just realizing that he's smart enough to get me where he wants me. Yes. <laughs> Sometimes I feel so bad because I'm like, Lord, you got me. I don't, I'm sorry. <laughs> Sometimes I can be a little stubborn. Sometimes I can be a little dense. And I'm like, you know, he'll show me a vision. I'll just be like, Holy Spirit, you're going to have to help me because I don't get that at all. But he's smart enough to get us where he wants us and brilliant enough to redirect us. And something that's just taken all of that pressure off of me. Because, you know, there's been times where I've made mistakes. and I'm like, oh, God, did I not follow you closely enough? Did I get it wrong? Did this happen? This happened. And thinking that, oh, if I would have been following you more closely, maybe this would have turned out better. Or it's just not always the case. And a lot of times it's just... He's smart enough to weave it all together for our good, even when we choose to walk through the valley of the shadow of death. He still weaves it all together for our good. He always does because he's a father. You know, we have children. Most of us probably have children. And what do we do with kids when they mess up, when they break something or if they make the wrong decision? What do we do? We still embrace them. We still love them. And the same way Papa God loves us with his unconditional love, he wants to help us. His heart just really is so open for us. All he wants is for his children to come and to love him. And when we love him, his love will fill us too. Then we can share it with others. Isn't it simple? Mm-hmm. That's all it is. I know. You know, Mama Heidi, Heidi Baker told this story one time about 
she had gotten a couple of Range Rovers and she had given them to some of her kids and they wrecked them. <laughs> yes. Do you remember that? Oh, yes. I know her stories. Yes. Okay. And she said, well, what did I do? I gave them the keys again. That's right. I love Heidi. She's our spiritual mother. And I really love Heidi. Her story is incredible, but it's true. You know, even if our kids break our favorite mugs or they do something that we don't want them to do, we still appreciate them. We still love them and we forgive them. And that's Mm -hmm. how Papa God does. He will forgive us if we are honest, you know, with him, if we tell him that we've done something wrong or even if we don't understand what's going on, we can just bring our hearts. I love that he wants us to be honest mm-hmm. because he already knows our hearts. He knows our minds. So when we're honest, he will help us. Yeah. And he'll still give you the keys to the Range Rover, right? You will. <laughs> he will yeah. So good. Is there anything burning on your heart, Valerie, you'd like to say directly to our listeners? Well, I would just love to tell you guys that fall in love with Jesus. You know, I've been walking with him since 1991 and I know, wow, it's been a while. And I feel that every year I still don't know much and I still want to learn more and more about his heart. His heart, Papa's heart is so incredible and he wants to take us deeper and deeper. And I know we all go through circumstances and we will always have those crazy circumstances. But if we concentrate on him and his love, he will get us through to the other side. He will because he's so faithful. I just want to tell you, if you're struggling with some things, just allow him to work in your heart. Sometimes we believe lies that the enemy gives us. And Papa God is so good and kind at showing us what those lies are. And if you're struggling with an issue, just allow him to show you what he thinks about it, mm-hmm. what his truth is for you, and allow him to show you what is the lie that you're believing. I used to believe that I was shy, and then I realized, well, Papa God didn't make me shy. I just decided to be shy because I was scared. I was so full of fears. And then when he started to deliver me from those fears, I realized that I don't have to be shy anymore. He didn't change my personality 100%, but he has freed me from so many things in life and he can do it for you. And the more you fall in love with him, the more things will just be simple. You know, his gospel is simple. Jesus Mm -hmm. always spoke to us in Proverbs and it was easy stories. His gospel is not complicated. We make it complicated as Mm -hmm. people. Just trust him. I know it's cliche to say just trust him, but really, really learn how to do it. My prayer this year is, Father, teach me how to trust you even more, even when I don't understand anything. When things don't make any sense, my circumstances are weird. I trust you that you know best, that you will work things out for my good, and he will do it for you just as well. Mm, I love that so much. Thank you. Will you pray for our listeners today that the puzzle pieces will fall into place just like you were saying and that they would get vision and clarity for this new year yes of course father i thank you for your incredible marvelous amazing love passionate love for us you love each one of us and we're your children and you want us to learn to be your children so please teach us this year how to become more and more like your kids teach us what it looks like to walk like your kid what it looks like to live like your kid, what it looks like to not worry 
about circumstances, but really trust you. Papa, I thank you for the vision you gave me about these puzzles. And I know each one of us has a puzzle that you are working on. I pray that we will allow you to put those pieces in the right places. And the ones that are already in our puzzle from our past, I pray that you show us that those things meant something, even bad things. You were in them and you saw everything and you will take care of us today. So Papa, I pray you breathe on each one of us with your special, amazing love. Fill us with your presence. Fill us with your peace. Touch our hearts, Papa. Maybe some of us are experiencing some pains or wounds in our hearts or in our bodies. I ask you for your healing, just like you delivered me, just like you freed me and Christina. Deliver others mm-hmm. from their pains or their wounds or their fears because you're such a good daddy. Mm-hmm. And Papa, we want to trust you. We want to learn to trust you more because you're a good and kind daddy. I pray you teach us more of who you are to us. Show us each mm-hmm. part of your being that we will fall in love with your character more and more. You're kind, you're good. And we want to know you more and more. So, Father, teach us. Teach us about your love. Fill us with your presence. And I pray that you will reveal your truth to each one of us today. Thank you, Father, for this year. Thank you for who you are to us, Papa. Thank you. Mm, Thank you so much. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much, Valerie, for being here with me today. It was a pleasure and an honor. Oh, thank you so much, Christina, for inviting me. I really enjoyed it. And God bless you. And may he put all your puzzle pieces in the right place this year. Just trust him. Amen. I will. I love that vision. I love that vision. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. Well, I hope and I pray today's episode has blessed you. I will have the links from today's podcast and resources in the show notes on CPN Shows under Revealing Jesus with Christina Pereira or wherever you get your podcast. There you'll find additional resources to connect with us and our special guest, Valerie Britton. Until next week, may grace and peace be multiplied to you in the knowledge of Jesus. God bless. Thanks so much for tuning into this week's episode of Revealing Jesus with Christina Pereira. I hope today's episode has blessed you. Please subscribe, share it with your friends, and don't forget to sign up for our ministry mailing list for more encouraging content about our beautiful Savior, Jesus. Just text JESUS to 1-833-815-7778. That's 1-833-815-7778. 7778. And of course, it's your turn now to join the conversation. Send me your burning questions, leaders you would like to hear from in the body of Christ, your testimonies, and more. Just click join the conversation in the show notes. And for more information about our ministry, visit us at ChristinaPereira.org. Until next week, may grace and peace be multiplied to you in the knowledge of Jesus. God bless.